Yay that our water finally, it is June that our water finally tastes normal. Yes, been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, like before Christmas, right? It or was, well, right it around. was, yeah, it was the first time that we dipped, or no, the first time that we dipped below freezing wasn't when it, when everything went haywire. It was during the ice storm because it was a lot worse than, uh, everything right, else that's that right. we, that was, it was Christmas Eve that everything froze. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it was for, for everybody that, you know, doesn't live in Texas and we talked about it a little bit and you know, you, I'm sure you could go back and find those episodes, but, uh, we had, uh, another, instead of being a snowstorm this year, like we had the last two years, mm-hmm. it was just no snow but for those freezing temperatures and anybody that lives in the north automatically knows that that's a bad combination because at least when you have the snow there's insulation in snow it sounds counterproductive but it's how it works the snow insulates everything so Mm -hmm. when we had the snowfall the first two years yeah it killed off the things that it did from it being cold but the trees didn't freeze the ground didn't freeze so yeah we had a couple of things happen because all of our stuff is above ground by the way our house is lifted up off of the ground a good you know three feet of space exists under our house so if everything was under the ground everything would have been fine but it's not and so that's why we had pipes burst though the first time but yeah the snow creates that insulation and so the grass was perfectly fine the trees were perfectly fine the first two years this past year though we did not have any snow instead we had sleet Mm -hmm. and rain while dipping up and below freezing and hovering at it and then dropping so it rained and then froze everything so everything was not insulated and everything was actually frozen so a lot of stuff died a lot of people lost a lot um in the terms of the trees falling and people having branches we literally had a branch (sighs) crush the back uh the back windshield of our car um we had you know a couple of other things and then yeah we because of that the water had tasted weird um the first two years with the snow but it was never like bad it was just like ah and then as soon as we put our whole house filter in it was gone but this past time something actually like got messed up with the water system the water treatment Mm -hmm. system and the for the city because it was not going away and everybody's like oh yeah it happens every year but it was going on a lot longer because of the ice storm this time so just recently (laughs) it started tasting better for joey it started tasting better Mm -hmm. for the rest of us around a month ago but joey could still taste the algae taste in the water which sucked because it was literally started tasting bad well for me and as my parosmian and and anosmia were (laughs) subsiding Mm -hmm. (laughs) so hey you can taste now but (laughs) yeah it was it was pretty bad it was uh, but yeah, no, we, we just, we pushed through it and, you know, now it's, it's finally at that point where we're good and it's, um, but I also, I think it's one of two things either happen, either it just finally flushed everything out, but I don't think that's the case because mm-hmm. I remember uh, a couple of, uh, days ago, not a couple of days, it was, it was some point last week, um, that I got in the shower and, uh, it burned my eyes. So I think that they changed whatever treatment oh. they were using, or they like purged the system of stuff they because the water was. They to get through. I yeah I, I don't know, possible. but something <laughs> because yeah my eyes were not happy with the water that for the yeah. like the three days after that it was just really bad and it's fine now, but no I said something because I got out of the shower and Lily was like I was gonna go get in the shower but then you were in the shower and I was like I'm sorry and she was like okay I'm gonna go shower now and mm-hmm. I was like my and she was like your eyes are red and I was like yeah because the water hurts she was like oh yeah no it's it's it hurt my eyes the other day too I don't know why. Say they did something. I, I, was I, like, I okay. know why. I know why. Huh. Elections coming up. 
Everybody is has been screaming at the mayor to fix the water. And now elections are coming up. So guess what the mayor did? Fix the water. Fix the water. So, hey, Tabby. Mm. See his nice big red mark on my lip right there? Yeah. You know what happened? No. Did you hear the boom crash <laughs> <The> last <laughs> night? Oh, oh yeah. Going on. Okay. Me and Louie were downstairs mm -hmm. in the kitchen just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and then I was like... Somebody's dying. It really sounded like <laughs> you were like rolling back and forth on mm. the wall. Oh, like, I, I kind of oh, was. Yeah, he I was. was. So, so let me tell you what happened. So last night I had to use the bathroom, right? Mm -hmm. And had all the lights off and everything was off. And I flipped on the bathroom light and went and sat down on the toilet, right? And as soon as I did, a uh, one of the big water roaches uh -huh. that everybody <laughs> in Texas has, one of the big water roaches came bucking out from my closet from the closet in the bathroom and I saw it and I'm still peeing <laughs> so I'm trying to stomp on it and catch it with my hands and get it to stop I got it to stop under my foot Ugh. so it was literally under my foot trying to wedge itself and I didn't move my foot because I was still peeing right so as soon as I was done peeing I went to, I lifted my foot with the intent to you know get it down well as soon as I lifted my foot he was still kind of he got a grip on my foot, so he went up a little bit. So I stomped down on my foot, reached down, smacked it with my hand. Mind you, I'm still got butt on on toilet at this first part of it, right? Well, then I went booking for the tub. Me reached out to grab him and smack him and smacked my lip right into the edge of the tub. <laughs> smashed my whole face in it and just kind of went whoomp. But I had him dead to rights underneath my hand, squishy and all, and was like... Uh, so yeah, so it was like five seconds, but yeah. it was but it so was much in five seconds. Oh yeah, it went walking. silent, and then I was like, "Are you okay?" And he was like, "I got it." <laughs> I was like, okay. Because nobody, because because nobody helps me getting roaches, right? Yeah, no, he and, helps everyone else. And right, and so the fact that I saw it and it was there, it was like the whole series uh, series of events, and I mean, I just. He was going under the tub, and I was like, nope, and went in. And just as I got my hand down on him, bink, right there on the tub. If you go look, um, you don't have to look right now, but I hit the bottom part with my tooth and chipped the new coating of enamel that we have on uh, there. <laughs> so there's a little, now a little chip. So got him, got him dead, flushed him, and was like, <sighs> so with that, Good afternoon. Welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And I'm Tabby. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So today we have what? Unpopular opinions. Awesome. Um, uh, we, I, I have a lot, um, some of which you probably will literally have no opinion on because you're, you know, only about to be 13. <laughs> if, you're, if you're pregnant with your third set of, of Siamese twins, do you think it's proper if you you know pre-sell them to the circus tabitha <laughs> no Couldn't okay even process a single All right. thing you what said. do you think the, what do you think the economic impact of of tea prices are actually going to be if we you know specifically target east india as far as uh, the tariff system goes and how much of that revenue will offset our current taxation system <laughs> all right so tabby just exploded <laughs> so don't worry if you don't have opinions about things like that that's kind of crazy right yeah so we're gonna start with one that's a little easy um 
It is titled, Social Media is Destroying Everything of Value. Be it parenting, relationships, career, or happiness, you will find a set narrative in everything. Your parents aren't good enough, or your relationship isn't perfect, or careers don't pay enough, or how are you supposed to live? Usually people come to the internet thinking they will be happier when they log off, but instead it makes them miserable. There was a time when people had lesser complaints and more fulfillness, fulfillness in life. Till 2018, I remember, the internet used to be cat memes and educational information, but now it's how how the world is messed up, useless complaints or mocking opinions about opinions, and then reaction videos on that. Misery all over the place. What do you think, Tabby? No opinion, because all I do on the internet is nothing social media-wise, and all I do is watch memes. <laughs> okay. Okay, my opinion? Clear your browser history. Because most of what you get online is based on your your history and your algorithms and what you're looking for. You know how I know? Because nobody gets more recipes and food in, than I do on their social media stuff. Nobody gets more gardening than Kiki does on her social media stuff. And nobody gets any more fever dream videos than Lily does <laughs> on her stuff. You know, the, the thing is, listen. Everybody has said that about everything through the history of time, and I'm not kidding. When the, when the internet was first a thing and AOL Online became a thing, oh my gosh, this is going to ruin the fabric of everything. Before that, video games, oh my gosh, this is going to remove the fabric. This is going to ruin the fabric of everything. I have news for you. People said this about libraries. I have no doubt that when, you know, the Egyptians were sitting there and putting up their hieroglyphs, and one of them was like, raised his son, and oh, sh great, this is just going to ruin everything, telling people how to live their life. The first Neanderthals that realized they could put their hand in this clay and stick a handprint on the wall of a cave and, and communicate, somebody went, well, gee, ugh, ugh, that was a bad thing. Now you've just ruined everything. Okay, just... Things are what you're going to look for, and things are going to be what you make of them. And that's as simple as it is. I've been – I'm showing that proof with my Twitter because I've been ignoring all the politics sides of Twitter, and I've been going into the other sides of Twitter, and wherever I've gone is the things that are popping up right now. And I'm not going to say what, they, what all of them are, but they're definitely things that I've taken the videos out of some of them, and you guys are going to be reacting to them later going, what? <laughs> so anyway, your opinion? Uh, well, I don't necessarily disagree with what they're saying. I think the problem is that it's taken the, the genuine feelings out of life. I feel like the problem is that everybody is so focused on what's going to be the next big thing. Everybody's focused on, oh, well, so-and-so is getting married. Well, why am I not getting married? Oh, well, you know, I, this game is what's in right now. I need to have that game and everything like that When it, because social media is changing it. You do go on social media and you're, you know... You go on Facebook and you're following all your friends and you're seeing what all your friends are doing and you forget that, you know, social media is just a snippet of somebody's life mm -hmm. and then you just feel bad about all the things you're not doing and all the things you aren't accomplishing and where you are in life and I feel like that's what they're they're getting at is that it's, it's ruining the quality of having, you know, true human interaction. It's just, it's gone. Nobody cares anymore about going out and doing things together and everything and i feel like it was uh that issue was definitely uh 
pushed a lot more because of COVID Mm -hmm. and quarantine and everything is that everybody was forced to be communicating with everybody online and not having that physical connection. And then it ended, and now we've got this, you know, entire generation of kids that doesn't want to go anywhere because they don't have to. We proved with quarantine that we don't have to go anywhere to have interactions with people that are worthwhile. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that they're not fully worthwhile, and people are scared, and there's more social anxiety than anything on the planet right now because nobody knows how to interact with anybody. And I feel like that's... That is the issue that social media poses, is that it gives you the complete ability to connect with absolutely everybody without having to leave the comfort of your bed. Mm-hmm. And that is not... It's created a society where nobody really cares to do that anymore. Nobody really wants to do that anymore. And just quality time with people is becoming less and less and less of a physical thing and more and more of just like, oh, well, it's like, you know, if I'm on FaceTime with you 24-7, then obviously we, you know, care about each other. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's the same reason that, like, phones used to be a means, means of communicating with people for mostly emergencies and things and being able to, like, oh, hey, this thing's going on. I can't, you know, this person's across the country, whatever, mm-hmm. news and things like that, to, you know, oh, we're going to talk all the time, to now it's a means of literally not having to interact with each other face-to-face because you can just sit on the phone all day, every sure. day. So I think that's just... Social media has started to ruin things of value, and it started from the moment that it existed, not just a recent thing. I say till 2018, the, you know, the internet was only cat videos and memes. I'm like, that's not true either, Mm-mm, because no. I know that I was sitting on my butt in 2015, 2014, doing things with fan stuff over FNAF and uh, Steven Universe all over Instagram. So Where it's like I, I was doing absolute research and demographic analysis and projections and all of that, and all of that was coming from the internet, and email was relevant. Well, yeah, right? but specifically social media. Mm-hmm. That's it. So it's like I with social media, I was definitely using it for things other than just, you know, watching videos and sure. things like that. So I just I, I understand what they're saying. It ha- It is frustrating. And it's not anybody in particular that's doing it to them. And it's not them in particular that's even creating all of it things pop up and people it's literally there's a word for it it's called doom scrolling and Mm -hmm. it's when you just get caught up in all the things that are going on and you feel like you're worthless and the world is dying and everything sucks and what's the point of doing anything at all because oh my god you know what literally won't mean anything because you know the world is burning and we're doing this and oh my gosh i'm still gonna be broke tomorrow and it's like that's all the stuff that starts going through your head and so you just doom scroll for hours and get nothing done because you're so trying you're trying to distract yourself while in turn making yourself feel worse so i understand that is a big issue with the with today is that everybody is so stuck on social media and nobody wants to go out and actually experience life and the few people that are are on social media making everybody else feel like crap for not going out and experiencing life so it's just a it's a horrendous circle of things that i i wish that i had the answer to break out of it but i don't (laughs) Mm, that's that and that's and that's fair so you good tabby yeah okay (laughs) what's next this one is titled more often than not a relationship or partner will improve your life significantly the platitude that you need to be okay alone is not true the reality is that intimate relationships with the right life partner will enhance your life 10 times compared to someone who is alone as social creatures we are hardwired to desire companionship Many people who are not okay outside of relationships, 
you cannot uh, be in a successful relationship without learning to improve your weaknesses, accept other people's weaknesses, and make someone else a priority. There is a misconception that you must be okay on your own before you can be with someone else. Says who? I'm not saying a partner can fix your depression or something. I'm saying in order to become a suitable partner, you typically have to fix yourself. We all know plenty of people who were uh, garbage when single or before having kids, yet improved their habits, lifestyle, and otherwise became better people when with a partner who they cared for. We all need a reason to improve ourselves outside of ourselves. And being alone is just horrendous. It's okay to admit it. Having someone to spend time with, travel, do activities, and talk to, enhance, talk to enhances your life. You don't need someone to validate you as another platitude to help people feel better about being lonely and having nobody to spend time with. The truth sucks to hear. The sad and, and horrible truth to, uh, to life is you have a small window in your life to find a partner, but we absolutely hate to hear it or tell our single friends. If you're single by your late 20s, you are a lot less likely to find a suitable partner. If you choose the wrong partner in divorce, you are much less likely to find someone. To summarize, there are many people who claim being single is fine and you should be okay with being lonely before being in a relationship, but I call BS. I think the way you're saying it is different than the way a lot of people actually put it, right? I personally, like, I had a lot of stuff to go through as a single person before I felt that I could be in a place where I could have a relationship and be a healthy contributor in that relationship. We, we talk about the fact that I have anger control issues even now, right? Mm -hmm. And... But my anger control issues when I was younger were ridiculous, unhinged, hit cinder brick wall, you know, cinder block walls just because I was mad and would bust open my knuckles just, you know, because that was my reaction. And, and it took time for me to say, hey, you know, you know what, you need to work on bringing that back. You're not in school anymore. You're an adult. You're going to go to jail, you know, type situation and mm -hmm. and draw that stuff back. And then to not have a toxic viewpoint and stance because I had just come off the streets. Because, look, three months on the streets will change you. And they still affect me to this day. Part of that, that effect is, is my absolute callousness towards a lot of homeless people, right? But you sit there and you're just you feel so differently. And, it's, and, and so I had to be in that place because being in a relationship because you're like, hey, I can't function without another person. I don't feel is the right attitude to have being in a relationship with somebody who you bring as much to the table as they do or you bring a continually growing amount to the psh, you three and a half years ago. What do you know about gardening? nothing <laughs> okay you three and a half years ago what did you know about posting producing putting up a podcast editing the right kind of sound equipment or anything like that not a single thing <laughs> okay and and look look at it now now you now i can't i i actually was uh putting the episode up on on our uh youtube video um which has uh the new zelda game as part of the gameplay if anybody wants to see that but uh I was listening to the, I don't, you can't be sick. I don't know how to do this crap. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. We're, we are integral to each other now, right? It's like, mm -hmm. you don't know how to do the video editing, the audio editing, when it comes to the side of the video editing, putting things in, overlays, transitions, any of that stuff. It's like, and you're like, I don't know how to retime it. Ken's Burns, what? What are you talking about? 
but that's where I'm useful and I'm good. And it's like the same thing with cooking. You bake. I don't bake. You know, people can become more beneficial to each other in their relationships. But there is a level where they need to be able to stand. At least one of the people needs to be able to stand before that relationship can properly take form. Right? Because if you have two people who are weak and they get together and they're emotionally, mentally and weak in every aspect, then they're going to just be weak in their relationship. The things that you are strong in are the things that I'm not. You do better than those things than me. And I fully acknowledge that almost every single time, except when I'm mad because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but, you know, but those things, it's like, okay. And then there's other times where it's like, you know, things get pointed out and it's like, mm, no, that's not what it is. And it's like, we go through it and have to go through it. Heck, before we, before we were recording, we had a small little incident. We talked about it. It's over. I'm good. You good? Yeah. You know, so it's like, oh, no, that's a healthy part of a relationship. I get what OP is saying, but I think OP is looking at it from a different place than where a lot of people, or at least where I personally look at it from. So I, the problem that I have in this is that there's, there is a meaning that there are two different meanings when people say that there's the meaning that you're taking it as, or you have to be able to do fix your issues before mm-hmm. you can be in a relationship and then there's the, the way that I've always heard it my life my entire life is that you have to be fine with sitting alone and being alone and doing all the things alone and if you can't be happy alone you can't be happy in a relationship that's what I feel like OP is trying to get at is that meaning of it because mm-hmm. I've heard that so many times no, I, and I think that's the stupidest thing ever I've never understood that oh if you don't enjoy yourself then how are you going to be able to support a partner and all this it's like but no. the problem that I have is that if you're why why is it okay for you like for people to uh better themselves because they have kids mm-hmm. but it's not okay for people to better themselves because they have a partner like I, I've never yeah. understood that like oh you have to be fine alone unless you have kids then you have to be fine right now not if I have a partner, like, why can I not fix myself because I have a partner? Mm-hmm. I've never understood that. People get together, and then they become their better version of themselves because of that other person. And it can be both of them together becoming better because of that other person. That's how a relationship is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. If you're 100% perfect by the time you meet somebody, then how is that relationship going to have any any, any fun, any cool, and actually, you know, team building in it? Because that's the whole point of relationships sure. is – that you're supposed to be good and better together than alone. Otherwise, why are you together? So it's just, I, I've never understood the mindset that it's like, oh, yeah, no, you have to be fine alone before you can be fine with a partner. It's like, I no, that's not true. Yes, you have to fix mm-hmm. some of the things. If it's a toxic and horrible trait about you, no, you should not be seeking out a relationship. But if it's something that's a low-key, not detrimental to somebody else's mental health thing, and you find this person attractive and they find you attractive and you guys are hitting it off and everything's great and you want to be in a relationship together and they are doing something that you really like oh man well you're doing these great things i want to be better for you mm-hmm. then you should then that like what is wrong about that and that's what i always hear it's like well if you're only being better for them then once they leave what's the point it's like no that's not how that works <laughs> you still not, become a better person I'm like if you yeah. and i break up tomorrow it doesn't mean i'm just gonna not be a gardener anymore like that has nothing to do with it but at the same time 
time, I would have never pursued gardening if I wasn't with you. So it's like, that's the mindset there. If somebody's pursuing a career or pursuing a, a goal in their life and that person is just helping push them along the way them disappearing should have no impact on that Mm -hmm. but they can still be the sole reason you started it to begin with so i yeah i i think that i understand what op is saying i think they worded it a little weird and yeah that there's two different meanings when people say that because the one that i'm tired of hearing is yeah that you literally if you're not okay alone if you hate yourself if you do all these other things and you can't be in a relationship until you love yourself first Mm -hmm. it's like that's not how that works I'm never going to love myself. Nobody nobody on this planet truly loves themselves unless they're a narcissist <laughs> because right. that's not how it works. Oh, and yeah. even then, narcissists don't actually believe that. They're just trying to hide it from everybody else by being a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like nobody, in the, nobody on this planet genuinely believes they're the most perfect, most beautiful, most amazing, most talented person that ever existed. They all have insecurities. So it's impossible to be 100% fine with yourself and 100% okay alone in order to be in a relationship it just doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. but anyways so yeah you got any ideas on that person that's never been in a relationship no (laughs) you sure you don't have any anything sure you do okay you've seen in the last three three and a half years right have you seen how much more kieran can do when it comes to things like gardening and baking and all things that she didn't do when she first came around yeah see so <laughs> the thing, the thing that I look at when it comes to it is, and you nailed it, right? You have to. There, you, you can't be. I'm coming into this relationship a toxic, hot mess, and I, and you just have to deal with me, like I am, and expect that that's gonna be anything for a relationship, right? So, I, I agree with that. But I also agree that you, in a relationship, where people grow is when they're working together to grow. You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm. I, I see both sides of it, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because w- they're two different questions, right? They're two different areas that we're looking at. One is, hey, I got to fix this about me. And the other is, well, you can't have a relationship until you're perfect. Well, that's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so what do we got next? Uh, I know you're going to have I, the one particular story that you were going to think of because of this one. Is leaving event signs up after they're over should get you fined. I don't care if it's a garage sale, a church event, holiday event signs, signs for special markets, open house signs. If you have dates on a sign that's left on public property and that sign is still there after those dates, you should be fined. Forgot where you put all of your garage sale signs? Too bad. You should have been paying attention to where you left your literal garbage. If you leave your paper signs to sit on poles until the rain makes them fall apart, you should be fined. If you have to see your Easter celebration... Uh, signs on the corner for a month after Easter has passed, you should be fined. You should be fined for littering. And it's easy enough to figure out who put the signs up due to most having phone numbers or addresses or websites. Hell, if you put something like flags on public property, you should be held responsible for either getting rid of them eventually or replacing them once they're inevitably damaged if you intend on them staying. Your signs and displays should never become the job of others to clean up. There needs to be some kind of punishment for people who leave public spaces littered with ugly, irrelevant signage for people who put stuff out and just let it rot. Our street corners, roadsides, and in front of schools, we shouldn't have to deal with that kind of eyesore with watching things slowly break down into literal garbage without those who put them out giving any kind of care for it. 
It shouldn't be up to the people like me to take down signs from a garage sale two months ago, and it takes everything in me not to go around collecting them all and throw them on the person's lawn. Your own yard? Fine, go for it. But put out as many signs as you want. But public property? No. Get out of here with that. If you leave your stuff for out for other people to clean up or for it to just become more garbage, you suck, and I hope your fruits and veggies always spill before you can use them. I hope you get a massive <laughs> fine per sign and are stuck with doing litter pickup. I 100% agree. Oh my gosh, do I 100% agree. I it bothers me so much. You know, I and I think in uh, the honest truth is I think billboards need to do that. I think uh-huh. everything that is public in advertising that there needs to be there needs to be uh, I, I don't care what people how people feel about it. I feel like there needs to be a beautification clause, right? Yeah. In everything because we sit there and we see billboards, you know, nothing ghettoifies an area more than a bunch of signs that are irrelevant, crapped up all over the dang uh-huh. place. Rip, ripped, shredded, faded, discolored, and everything else. And when I'm driving down down a, a street, going to a neighborhood, nothing tells me faster that I'm in ghetto than two things. Number one, check cashing places being back to back to back, <laughs> and number two, billboards that have been there that like telling me about the December wedding show for you know 2014. <laughs> you know when I'm driving down there, I'm not like, oh my gosh, please, there there should be that there it's it's printing it's media it's supposed to be eye-catching it's supposed but when it's over it's supposed to be over and people who put up yard signs and things like that you are number one i already don't like them because a lot of times they're going to they can cause you know bad driving Mm -hmm. like for us what do we do we we have it because i've had bad drivers that have messed me up in the past so what do we do we, we see the sign. We go past the sign. We'll loop back around to get to the sign. Be like, all right, get ready to take a picture. I'm looking in the rearview mirror. Bam, take a picture of the sign. Then we decide if it's someplace we're going to go or not, right? Yeah. But it's like – but then you sit there and it's like the garage sale, and it's a thing out here that people have garage sales on Friday only, right? And so you see it on Saturday morning. You turn around, and the garage sale was Friday. Oh, last Friday. And yeah. it's just like, really? And you didn't have the time or the courtesy? I honestly, yeah, because they put their address and everything on it. I think there should be an absolute city fine. There should be an ordinance in every city that stops this. Not only that, but you shouldn't be allowed to use staples, nails, and things that that damage the pl- thing that you're putting the signs on. They should only be tape, mm-hmm. and they should only allow th- for either tape or twine. You know, something that's easily removed and does no permanent damage. And you might think, well, come on. A, you know, a, a, a staple doesn't do permanent damage to a wood pole. No, but over the course of a hundred years, yeah, and twenty thousand friggin' signs. Any of those, any of the the light poles, any mm-hmm. of the uh, power line poles, and all that, and you will see them absolutely littered with nails and staples. And mm-hmm. it's concerning because you look at that many of them, you go, "How is this pole not snapping in half?" Because they're literally tearing that poor pole up and it's just it's gross but i thought you were going to bring up the the earth day thing from oh yeah no (laughs) i forgot oh my gosh i was trying to go through my head and go oh yeah okay earth day oh my gosh april 20th earth day right Mm -hmm. you know why i know this day because for a printer for a guy who owns a printing company do you know the single most printing i've ever done was for earth day in Northern California, in Sacramento, <laughs> and it was so many posters. They posted them. They had posters all the way from uh, as far as I as far as I know, Vacaville, all the way up north to Redding, 
and these posters were everywhere. These posters were everywhere up until April 20th. These posters were everywhere up until May 20th. I still saw so many of these posters, and not only that, but the posters that they had, there were people who, Earth Day, nailed posters to trees. (laughs) Okay? Like, and just left them. Earth Day, it's so amazing to me. People do these environmental things, right? Mm -hmm. And they leave the biggest amount of litter of anywhere. Like, Save Our Beaches was, you know, literally, it was SOB. (laughs) It was funny and edgy. Um, And I I went to one of those. I was at the beach. I didn't know it was a thing. I just was at the beach, Mm -hmm. right? And they left the biggest mess all along the shore. You want to talk about a bunch of straws? There were a bunch of straws, and you have to have straws out in, in SoCal beaches. Why? Because if you have open cups, birds crap in them. Birds steal them. Birds knock them over. Sand gets in them. Bugs get in them. All kinds of stuff gets in them. So they have closed lids with straws. And guess what was all over the beach when people were done? Cups, closed lids, and straws. But signs? No. There should literally, if you have a garage sale sign, then it says, and it says at 5 o'clock on Sunday, I think the dates, the times, should be on there on, the, on every single sign. And then the, the, when that sign is expired, if you don't, you're fined for that. And if it's past the date that you have listed on there, then you're fined for that. Make it worth it for people. Make it worth it so I can go to the city and be like, hey, here's a garage sale from Umber Street for last Tuesday. Here it is. And the city goes, oh, thanks. Okay. And they send the person the fine because I would do it. I would drive around this whole bloody town to do that. I would have done that in San Francisco. The the coordinators for Earth Day in Sacramento should have been fined hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. for that complete mess. And I'm saying this is the guy who did the printing for them. And I'm absolutely ashamed. I was absolutely ashamed of it. Like, I knew nobody knew that I was the printer, <laughs> but I felt so guilty. It was literally like I was walking into the police department to turn myself in everywhere I went. So, okay, that's the story you wanted. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like, yeah, you covered all the bases with that, though, because, yeah, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this one, you could actually have an opinion on. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It is titled, I really don't see the point of birthday cards. They annoy me as I just see them as a nuisance, especially when family members have given me so much and they all pile up on display. I'd much rather get anything else than a birthday card. Do you agree? Disagree? You're, you're making those. Disagree. You first. <laughs> why do you disagree? You I disagree say why. because um, I would assume that most of the things are eventually going to wear out when you get something for your birthday. And that when you get you get birthday cards each year, if you, that you can literally just stack them up and go, ah, and then like if somebody sends you a present, they're going to send you a birthday card because they can't talk to you. Mm-hmm. And if you just get a birthday card, I mean like, practically i think it's traditional because it should be in every birthday it's just a thing you have to have before opening your presents mm-hmm. yeah i i literally agree <laughs> i don't understand i people just look at it as like i i feel like it's just common courtesy like you mm-hmm. give a birthday card because it's like yeah i'm giving you a present like this is your card so that you can know you know this present is from me and this is how you know people use them to give messages to people and Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah when people just buy a bunch of birthday cards and hand them all out 
they don't you know sign it they don't put anything in it they just say oh happy birthday sure. it's like yeah i think that's stupid but like i always put an actual message on my birthday cards to people it's like oh yeah no you have a you have a great birthday blah blah blah. i'll put in some kind of joke like inside joke with them and then you know call them a, a little funny name like for anna's birthday i was like you have the best birthday honey bun <laughs> and it was like hilarious tabby wrote out every single pet name that she could think of lily. or lily wrote out every single pet name she could think of and it was hilarious and it's like yeah it, they're they're a means for that funny little inside joke and and haha funnies and knowing like yeah people care about you and yeah they are stupid if somebody's just going buying a two dollar mm-hmm. birthday card and handing it to you instead of giving you a present for your birthday <laughs> it's like but greeting cards are the same way i think you know sending postcards are like it's not super like relevant anymore but i think those things are cute i think sending ho- holiday cards is adorable letting especially if you live in places that are far away from other family members like right now because we moved to texas holiday cards i'm trying to make a tradition for all of us because everybody else is you know they're not here to watch the girls grow up they're not here to watch all the animals that come and go in our lives they're not here to see any of that so mm-hmm. you send those little photos of everybody so that they have that update on oh that's what everybody's looking like wow they're getting old oh my gosh and then they have that those photos they can add to their walls again so i just i think it's it's weird that people feel like i feel like that's the point the point is to send it if you're sending things and you're or you can't be at a birthday or whatever it is you're writing a message and it's supposed to be more heartfelt than oh hey yeah there's a card with 40 bucks in it like then you might as well just venmo somebody the money like i don't then i think the card is stupid but in the sake of what it's supposed to be it's not a nuisance it's 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 supposed to be a good heartfelt thing that you send somebody Mm -hmm. so that's yeah that's my my two cents what about you i i love cards i i just i love them i love them i love giving them i love receiving them i love them when i can put a little bit of message in there or just do something cute and i love when i get them and i generally keep them around in different random places not because i'm messy or a slob or anything but because sometimes i like to just open the drawer to my you know to my bathroom when i'm having a hard day and boom there's just a little card there they're just little positive uplifting things Mm -hmm. so you know and and honestly Sometimes somebody giving me a card means more to me than somebody giving me a present, especially because most of the time, especially in this family, the money's coming from me. <laughs> and so giving me a card, you know, is, is like you can personalize a card. You can't personalize, you know, a minion's fart gun, for example, <laughs> for no reason that I'm giving that example at all. Right. Uh-huh. Hey, you want to tell why I'm giving that example? A long time ago, I got <laughs> you one for father's day or your birthday? You, no you got it for christmas christmas mm-hmm. you got it for me for christmas and why did you get it for me tabitha so i could play with it see and so the card that she got me she got me a card that i knew she had picked out okay because it was just two very cringy characters <laughs> but literally the card said because you were the best daddy ever and I love you and she spelled it Tabitha and it was like that meant more to me obviously <laughs> than, than, the, minions than, the, fart than gun. the minions fart gun which has <laughs> since disappeared into the ether yeah it was in the closet in the hallway in the old house mm-hmm. I remember because there was a couple of random things that were in there it was it was a what was it a talking Santa hat what was the hat it was something it was some kind of hat that like talked and it, it freaked me out because I didn't know what I it had was. A Halloween witch Halloween? hat that like moved and said stuff. Maybe it's Halloween then. Either way, I just remember that there was mm-hmm. a holiday hat that was in there that made noises and it freaked me out because for some reason it wasn't off 
when I went to go looking for something else, and it scared me. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, I remember that was how I got told about the minion fart gun, because mm-hmm. I found it up there, and I was like, why is this, what is this? And you were like, I thought that thing was gone. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Tabitha was not allowed to play with it, because she wanted to establish that getting me something because you wanted it, like a Hot Wheels card for, uh, car for Father's Day, wasn't going to allow you to play with it. You were very young. It's okay. <laughs> so. You was like super tiny, you were, barely even. You were like the size of a peanut, and you say, "Here you go, I want this." <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, but but cards are just—they're amazing to me. So yeah, so congratulations. That's an OP with an actual very unpopular opinion. I may have another one. Okay. This one, and you also can have a, an opinion on this one too. Yeah. Uh, it's ice cream cakes are terrible. What? <laughs> oh, this cat. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't understand why anyone would ever buy one of the, these ungodly hybrids. Cake by itself is delicious. Ice cream by itself is delicious. Why would you merge these two perfect things? One, more often than not, the quality of both is substandard because the cake is cold and the ice cream needs to be formed into blocks. Two, the frosting is always flavorless and leaks food coloring all over. Three, it's a pain in the, in the butt to store. I end up having bowls of soggy cake in the freezer. Four, if it's not soggy cake, it's leftover ice cream soup, which is more like a tie-dye syrup. Since it's cake, you know I'm going to eat the whole thing, but I will not enjoy eating it. Please buy regular cake and ice cream as needed. So I'll let you go go first, since this has thoroughly offended you. (laughs) Uh, One thing that they talked about a lot in all of those was the color. Just get a white cake. Like, yeah. get it with white frosting, maybe get some sprinkles, Yeah. and you should be fine. Why are you putting bowls in the <laughs> freezer? <laughs> that was my thought. That's why I slowed down. And, and like, they need to, and they need to, if they're going to say that, why don't... <laughs> they need to stop letting the cake melt, because that's yeah. half of the problem. If you keep it... So that you don't leave it out too long, it's gonna be perfectly fine. And mixing them two, when you have ice cream and a cake on one plate at, during any party, they're gonna like mix, but they're always melted. They taste better when, like, I think I've done it before. Before I discovered that ice cream <laughs> cakes were a thing, that I at once I put ice cream on top of a cake and it's good it is not ungodly (laughs) (laughs) it is it is a blessing it is so you think the two complement each other right yes okay so because it sounds like to to me what they're saying is like you know adding stuff to your broth to make it soup right yeah he's like upset yeah first of all yeah same point why are you letting it melt? You're leaving it out. That's your problem. Why mm-hmm. are you angry? You're saying you, you have ice cream uh, soup Bolt. with cake that's soggy in it. First of all, you must really not like Tres Leches cake. I must get that right out there. Mm-hmm. You must like not like any bread puddings, and you must not like Tres Leches cake. Tiramisu. Yeah, like yeah. anything that is a soaked cake, you probably hate it. Because if that's the problem, then that's the problem. It's a texture thing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, why are you wh- – where are you getting your ice cream cakes that they are – the dyes from anything that you're putting on it? are leaching into everything else how long are you leaving this cake out before you eat it the point is that it's supposed to be pulled out of the freezer cut and then given to people so what are you like what are you doing (laughs) with it where are you going wrong Mm -hmm. because it's literally so good my favorite combinations for ice cream cake is using 
uh, the the Oreo ice cream. Any kind of cookie ice cream with Oreo cookie in it. Any kind of, you know, cookie dough ice cream or anything like that between some nice good vanilla or chocolate cake preferably b- vanilla but like vanilla also with cookie crumbs in it and everything like that's like the best those oreo ice cream cakes are like those are godly so mm-hmm. i don't know what you're doing wrong with your ice cream cake that is like mm-hmm. you're over here complaining about put it in yeah you're you're cutting it up putting it in bowls and then putting it back in the freezer like i'm so confused where you're going wrong in this because it sounds like the problem is the consumer not <laughs> the fact yeah. that the cake is a is a problem <laughs> yeah but you're right. That was very much an unpopular opinion. And holy crud, I've never seen Tabby like just about spring out of her seat. So that are you okay? Tabby, it doesn't yeah, mean I'm that you can't have ice cream now, cake. Now I'm just... I want ice cream cake. Yeah, that sounds amazing right now. It's so hot. Yeah, it's been so hot. Yeah, ice cream cakes aren't made for, you know, going out to a public park and sitting there for six hours in July. <laughs> they're, yeah, maybe they're... we got to go and hit up our Dairy Queen <laughs> see I mean, what they got over does there. Does OP like not like ice cream cones? Yeah, I mean, I'm just so confused. There's so many other. They're gonna foods. melt too. That melt, yeah. You that are timed for your eating, right? Yeah. That I'm like, Sometimes do you just not? Yeah. If you I eat it too slow, like then it the ice cream starts melting, the coast starts getting soggy. I but then it's like, like the best texture, yeah, bro. Popular so. opinions. I hate it when people cook noodles for lasagna. Right. Oh. Like what? I just. <laughs> you should put those things in dry, and whatever it doesn't come out of the meat, it's no. You can't have it. Your noodles are supposed to be crunchy. I oh. feel like yeah. I feel like the op would be making some real mm-hmm. weird yeah that, <laughs> so anyways um oh, I, I had saved this one before nikki but nikki's not here um well this one this one's uh this one's another weird one hmm. all breath smells bad what i think that everyone's breath smells unpleasant i'm not just talking about what's typically considered bad breath but neutral or normal breath as well. It's just not comfortable to smell the air that is coming out of somebody's mouth, no matter how fresh it is. Does anybody else get a sense of nervousness if talking, if someone is talking in close proximity to you that you might get a whiff of their breath? It's especially uncomfortable when someone's talking and all of a sudden you feel a puff of air on your face accompanied with an unpleasant smell. I always get puzzled when I see couples having conversations inches from each other's face. I remember seeing a lot of this in high school hallways, and I'm just thinking about how they're literally smelling each other's breath. I want to say it. the first comment is funny because this is wait until you find out what couples do when you're not around. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But anyways, I, I'm going to go first on this one. Yeah, go I right think ahead. it's so stupid. I don't understand that. That's definitely an unpopular opinion. I People's breath, yeah, it doesn't smell. It's not a pleasant smell, but not having, you know, morning breath, which is considered bad breath. You know, some people that smoke cigarettes or have coffee or anything like that. The breath after that is mm-hmm. rancid mm-hmm. and it's horrendous when you when you like because they don't always realize it. Or if you have a really oniony food, I don't agree when it comes to really the oniony or garlicky because I like the smell of onion and garlic. So like people are like, oh my my be- breath is really garlicky and I'm like I literally don't care. But anyways, so like bad breath for me mostly means like morning breath. Or if you had a food that is just like, it's not, it doesn't transfer well when it's, you know, coating your throat and your mm-hmm. breathing. But I, if somebody's breath smells like mint, oh my God, <laughs> that's like the best thing ever. So I cannot understand because I'm like, no matter how fresh it is, I'm like, what? 
fresh breath smells amazing because it smells like mint. That's the point. If I, if you just finished brushing your teeth, you come to give me a kiss. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, it is actually pleasant. It adds to it. I like the fact that it's minty as it would not be the same. If you like brushed your teeth with a different flavor of toothpaste, if you had, I'm sorry, I'm going to offend you. Cinnamon toothpaste. I would not agree. Mm-hmm. If you had bubblegum toothpaste, strawberry yeah, toothpaste, yeah. any of those other flavors, it would be horrendous to me. If you came over and gave me a kiss after that, but I like, I like mint. So it's another one of those that I feel like OP just doesn't like, like is either super sensitive to smell and doesn't like 90% of things that smell or doesn't like mint because that's the only thing that I could think of because yeah, it also, how bad is all of your people that you're hanging around's hygiene? Because breath doesn't even like, it doesn't Mm -hmm. smell. How close are you to these people? (laughs) Like, I feel like that's, how can you be smelling their breath? So Tabby is literally an inch (laughs) from my face. She she doesn't get that it's a podcast. Like, people don't get the visual. (laughs) So I just, I think it's hilarious that this is like, they feel so strongly about this because I'm like, how how bad are these people's breaths and how close are you to them? Because normal breath, neutral breath, yeah, it's not pleasant. Nobody sits there going, ah, yeah, your breath, it smells so neutral what right now. Like, that's weird. The- Everybody agrees that, like, neutral breath isn't pleasant, but it's not unpleasant. So I don't really, I don't understand. It's definitely unpopular in my opinion. Mm-hmm. No. about you? How are you guys feeling? No, I... I- I fully agree because you know what? I have a sensitive nose. I have a very sensitive nose. And the thing is, is like, yeah, there's bad breath, but then there's just like, okay, it's your breath. And it's like, that's just a part of people. Like you have a smell, right? Yeah. Everyone does. And, and so it's like, okay, so if you have a smell to me, then everybody has a smell to me. That's just part of the smell. Now, every now and then be like, Ooh, something died in your mouth please go brush your teeth or please you know let's or here here's some gum right is yeah. usually the, the safe one here's some happy fruit gum so please so, yeah yeah whatever whatever it is it's like okay let's just uh you know take that a step at a time but to say everybody's breath stinks it's like yeah. you know uh, okay okay i don't know number one that you've smelled everybody's breath and <laughs> number two it, it's kind of what's your solution if that's your opinion what's your solution right that's social distancing that works for me because somebody's gonna be like (laughs) every time i talk i I really don't want them right next to me (laughs) (laughs) so what do we have next i know that tabitha's gonna be excited about this one because i and i am also very strongly opinionated on this one hold yourself tabby just just hold on just be careful Adult jungle gyms should be a thing. I be I absolutely hate the gym. It's boring. The environment can be uncomfortable at times. And no matter what I do, I am bored. I love to climb and it's good for strength. I rock climb when I can, although I'm not very good at it. I still enjoy it, but it costs money and usually it's expensive, which is why I'm not good because it takes practice. Anyways, kids have free jungle gyms at parks. They climb, they practice balance, and use their muscles. I wish there was an adult-only jungle gym. To be frank, a childless adult swing with the monkey bars and climbing on the structures, it's just, it's it's a little weird to see adults in children's play structures. Parkour is cool, but it's more dangerous and public. It gets a lot of attention, attention that I don't want. I 100% agree. I feel like that's the the biggest swindle of becoming an adult. Everything that is fun when you are a kid doesn't just stop being fun when you're 18. I 
absolutely adore being able to go climb around and play around at a park. Climbing trees is fun. Being on jungle gyms is fun. Going down slides is fun. It doesn't just stop being fun. I just get too big for it. And then there's kids around and I can't just go around knocking kids out of the way mm -hmm. <laughs> on this jungle gym because I want to have fun. I can't go kick this kid off of a swing because, you know, it's the kids park. I'm not supposed to be there. And it's so disrespectful. I want to go play at a park. I don't care how old I get. I will always enjoy climbing around on things. I mean, even now, we all joke about it all the time. Like, we love being on the roof of our house. Mm -hmm. And it's a foreign thing to us because that does not exist in California because yep. it does not rain anywhere near as much. So the roofs are a lot more slanted because when it does rain, every house automatically, first of all, comes with gutters. It's not a thing out here because mm -hmm. it's useless because it's going to rain too hard anyways. <laughs> so you just might as well not have gutters because they're going to rip them off. But anyways, I just we enjoy being up high. I enjoy being around and jumping mm -hmm. and, and playing around that's why i enjoy like when they have the the trampoline places because it's like you, there's no age limit i get to it doesn't matter how old you are how big you are how whatever if you want to go jump on a trampoline you pay 15 bucks and you go jump on that trampoline all day mm -hmm. i want to go back to one of those places so bad because i enjoy doing that and, and I'm like, people have fun on trampolines it's one of the few things that, <laughs> that like you know i'm i'm like sitting there thinking of like one of those those climbing domes Heavy people, mm, probably not not a good idea. But you idea. would enjoy a swing. But, oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Why'd you say you? Gosh, you think I'm going to? No, I'll go up a dome. <laughs> no, I know I'm overweight. Thanks. But, but uh, you also got broken knees. Yeah, You're not no, going to go know. up a dome without no, severe but, casualties. But you, know, you know what I'll do? I'll swim. I will swim. I'll yeah. swim all day, And this every is also day. that, like, too, yeah. that, like, people look at, like, any kind of, like, community swimming pools and things. Mm -hmm. They think it's weird when adults come around. And they're like, oh, man, you shouldn't be here. Like, this is the kid's time to play. I'm like, Why? You, mm -hmm. you create all these big ass play structures for a bunch of kids to go climb around on this water park, but I can't have one. That's not fair. Yep. Those are age limited to like eight and younger. And I'm like, what if I want to play in a park that's full of water falling from the sky? That sounds so fun. Why don't I get to do it? And it's like, oh, well, you're an adult. You get to go on the big slides. I don't want to go on the water slide. I want to play in the park where they have these little guns that shoot water at each mm -hmm. other. And they have the big trees that just topple down a big old bucket of water. You never know when it's coming. That doesn't stop being fun when you're 18. I want those too i'm just i'm so i i'm just it's disrespectful that the and and, and i i did want to point out in the comments apparently in st louis or st louis st louis, louis, louis mm -hmm. they have what's called the city museum and it's not what, how it sounds it's a five-story factory that was turned into an all-ages jungle gym of sorts by an eclectic artist and i want to go I want to know. I want to see this thing. I want to go there because I literally, I, because it's, and it's free. So I'm like, I, that's the biggest problem is that anything that you, you become an adult and everything costs money. And it's like, mm -hmm. that's not fair. Why can't there just be public parks that we can go to that are, you know, age limits adults? Why do you get to have two parks at, at every, or two different play structures at every single park? Because one's supposed to be for the little kids and one's supposed to be for the older kids. What about the one for the adults? You think adults mm -hmm. enjoy every single time bringing their kids there and just watching their kids have fun? I want to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> what about me? And, and the thing is, we can't have fun like kids can have fun. Kids have parks, right? right? Yeah. Kids have normal parks. We have to go someplace and pay to do one yeah. or two of the things that kids can do in parks. Kids right? have parks. Kids have cheaper mm -hmm. versions of literally everything. They go and join mm -hmm. any kind of community soccer team, any kind of sports in, in general. Yep. They can go be a part of this community gym things, or they have all these cool activities and stuff. They could be a gymnastics. They could be all this other stuff. And, like, you get older, and you either – First of all, it gets so much harder to come across. There are no music lessons out here mm -hmm. for, and, or dance lessons or dance classes or anything for adults right now where we live at yep. all. Yep. Zero. They don't even have yoga classes out here. And it's very frustrating. But man, there's like three separate dance studios and like four separate cheer like places. And there's like 
I, there are literally countless endless possibilities for you know putting the girls into something mm-hmm. but if i want to do something nah, it doesn't exist oh well that's not what it's like here we just don't have that why do y'all just not have fun what do you do for fun well we sit in our backyard we sit in our porch and we watch people pass by that's not fun I want to go jumping around, playing around, and pretending to be a kid again because I only get to do this until my body goes, you're too old for that, and I'm not right now, so let me have fun. <laughs> uh, and then obviously <laughs> you're not going to be excited to turn 18 and suddenly, you, you know, it feels weird. The older you get and hang around, you know, the fact that a bunch of kids are playing on a play structure, you can't just, like, go and play on the play structure because then you, you seem like a weirdo. Like, why are you playing mm-hmm. on the play structure? Why are you here to park? Do you have any kids? No? Then why are you here? Like, that's how it feels. It's like, I just want to climb. I don't want to play. I, I want to go on the swing. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to climb trees because ants and bugs and yeah. things that will hurt me live in trees. It's and not it's like, made for me to climb. Right. But it's like, you know, I like I look at where we are and where, where we live, and I'm like, I can't even think of, like, we can't swim in Upper Lake or Lower Lake. We nope. can't swim at Blue Lake, right? Nope. There's literally signs out there that say no swimming. You can swim at, swim at uh, Wolf Creek if you go to the waterfall side over there. Mm-hmm. They don't have any signs that say you can't. It's just the water level's still low right now. Yeah, it's it's very low. So, you know, so that's it, like, I was I was bummed about that. I was like, mm, that would have been nice. But there's also just people that just show up. So, yeah. you know, that's but that's part of the reason I want my boat you know out on the water because oh, yeah. my boat i can go out to lake palestine go out and f- we can find Jump a nice into the water nice spot that's like not a bunch of people around and just swim just yeah. be soaking around in the water but you know drop the anchor it's not windy so we're okay you know mm-hmm. it's not gonna pull the boat away and just relax in the water i am down for that i love swimming there's not a there the only pool around here that i can go swimming in is the YMCA, but Ew. you know I'm no, not a fan thank you. <laughs> of of chlorine because fun fact if you didn't know this, when you smell chlorine, you chlorine doesn't have a smell. Mm-hmm. So when you smell chlorine, you are smelling the pollutants, the response that chlorine has on those pollutants, which includes pee. So fun and good times. That's why Tabby, we could go swim at your grandma grandpa's. We didn't smell chlorine, but suddenly when you know. Um, Many people were swimming in that pool. Suddenly, we started to smell chlorine. Ugh. Yay, good times. I never, I never, I never peed in a pool personally because I was always afraid that somebody would have those dye tabs that you hear about. And so, <laughs> just thinking about that was like, ooh. So I never, and it wasn't until I was a grown up and there was an internet that I found out they aren't actually a thing. So. Yeah, I I remember I I had peed in a pool once and it was completely accident mm-hmm. because I got kicked in the stomach when we were jumping around playing around in the water and so suddenly my buddy was like, "Oh, hey, you have to pee." And then it was like I wasn't going to make it out of the water, so I just kind of mm-hmm. dealt with it <laughs> and hoped that no one noticed. Nobody noticed. <laughs> but that that was like I remember the pure panic that ran through my body because I also got told that there were dye tabs in the pool that would be like oh it's gonna turn mm-hmm. bright orange or bright red because you know it wants to make sure that you don't pee in the pool and I was so terrified because it was not my fault I got kicked so hard but yeah uh yeah so there should be more things mm-hmm. uh, I, I enjoy all the things you can do right now because <laughs> literally you you're gonna get older and you literally just can't do it anymore yep it's just, it just don't exist. You go, oh, man, you know, I used to love, you know, doing these things. Well, you can't. Why not? Because unless you have, you know, $300 a month laying around to just dedicate to being able to go to this place with membership and blah, 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 then I guess you don't get to go. And everybody goes, yeah, I don't have the money for that. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. then nobody does it anymore. I feel like if places like that existed, like it's 
the biggest thing is that, you know, people have to pay for all the things just to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just had free places like that, you know how much easier it would be for the pop, the general populace to get exercise? It's like, oh, well, when you have kids and you take them to the park, you're getting exercise. Yeah, walking around with a stroller, I'm sorry. It's not actually it, – yeah, it's better than sitting inside all day. Mm-hmm. But we have to stop looking at everything with that mindset because everything is better than sitting inside all day. Going and walking around the grocery store is better than sitting inside yeah. all day. But to get actual physical activity where your heart rate is actually picking up and your blood is pumping and you're, you know, breathing heavier – you got to do stuff like climbing in a jungle gym, playing, having a good old time, jumping on a trampoline, going and swimming. Like All that stuff is going to mm-hmm. actually – oh, trampolines are so fun. I want to go back to one of those places so bad. We have, I haven't been since right around when I first met you guys because – Biggest reason I wouldn't buy a trampoline for our backyard because Lily would absolutely jump off the roof onto it. 100% she So we would. put it over, away she'd from it. She'd move it. She would literally do it. It's Lily. She would find find some place that she wouldn't be able to climb high and drop down onto a trampoline. So <laughs> I just, I see her doing it, and then I'm like, oh, so there's the broken arm, leg, pelvis, tree. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what do we got next? Oh, we done. Okay. Well, that's fine. Did you have fun? Okay, which one do you feel like was the biggest unpopular opinion? The ice cream cake. <laughs> Are you still fuming on that one? Yes, and I want my ice cream cake. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Honestly, for me, yeah, no, it's it's the billboard one. It's it's. I'm still like thinking about just how that park looked. It was the Cesar Chavez Park in downtown Sacramento for Pete's mm. sake. So it was like, you guys destroyed it and and i'm just gonna say to the people who were there and didn't have the cleanup crews and everything i hope they find you i really do to this day so anyways with all of that said don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from like our podcast page on facebook follow us on instagram and twitter you can find all of that in our link tree in the description and be sure to give our website a visit and that would be stupid podcast on everything.com and we'll hopefully uh, see you tomorrow so peace out with your peace out bye